And then everything of who we are today is shaped by the beliefs that have been implanted us into the, by the world around us, by the experiences. They have shaped our lens of the world. They have shaped our uh, values, our beliefs, our brain on a neurological level. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Strategy Show. I'm Simon Severino, your host. This episode is brought to you by the Strategy Sprints. The Strategy Sprints does only one thing, strategy in sprints. Strategy means improving your monthly revenue and gaining massive market shares. In sprints means doing it in fast execution sprints and with short project cycles that give your team the possibility to celebrate progress week by week so that they get more energy and more willingness to go into the next sprint. We are trying to bring our community the best possible knowledge and tools that really work out there in the field. So we are searching for guests who lead their field. And I'm super honored that today we were able to have Akshay Nanavati here. Hi, Akshay. Hi, Simon. Thanks for having me back, my friend. It's so great to have you here again, because today we are going to challenge the self-help assumption of find yourself. We want even to go the opposite side and say, do not find yourself. Stop finding yourself. Start mm -hmm. creating yourself. What mm -hmm. do you mean by that, actually? Yeah, like you said, you know, we often hear that paradigm, that belief that just like find yourself. And I think it's deeply flawed because it, it, it obviously that the assumption then is that there is a self to find. But see, the reality is who we are is ultimately shaped by one, our genetics. So from the moment we are born, we're shaped by our genetics. And then everything of who we are today is shaped by the beliefs that have been implanted us into the, by the world around us, by the experiences. They have shaped our lens of the world. They have shaped our uh, values, our beliefs, our brain on a neurological level. You know, our brain physically changes. As a quick example, they did this brain study with ta London taxi drivers, and they had a larger hippocampus, which is the part of the brain associated with memory, because of how well they memorize uh, the, the streets of London, you know, the taxi drivers out there. So my point being is the world around you shapes you. So when you say find yourself, it assumes there's a self-defined, but there is no self-defined. We are just shaped. So what if we really want to be someone, we got to create ourselves, not find ourselves, but creates ourselves. And we got to create that every single moment of every single day. Who do you want to be? Like we might have all had a bad help, bad hand dealt to us in life, right? Now, as an example, I was born with a blood disorder that two doctors told me would kill me in Marine Corps boot camp. I have flat feet. I have scoliosis. I, have, I, I haven't put my brain in a scanner, but because of how, how much I've struggled with drug addiction, alcohol addiction, and I look at my patterns, I would almost guarantee that I have some dopamine wiring in my brain that's like the dopamine receptors are somewhat flawed now that's that's some and, and, and there's genetics to that my parent my mom and my grandma they've all struggled with depression and mental health issues so i've had that you know but now i can look at that and say that's just there that's cool but i'm not going to let that define me well how am i going to make that work for me that same addictive personality that once drove me to drinking a bottle a day now drives, drives me to run ultra marathons you know what i mean and to build my business so it's on us to not find our, but create ourselves every single day. And there's a beauty in that. There's actually very, it's really empowering because now I get to decide who I want to be separate from how the world has shaped me. You know, all that stuff we've all been through in the past, how our parents did something. And I have great parents, by the way, but you know, no parents are perfect. They say they do things and sometimes plants a seed and all that kind of stuff, how the world might've affected us. That stuff doesn't have to shape me. I can acknowledge it's there and what it's done to me, but now I can create myself every single day. And that's really empowering. 
this is so beautiful. And again, we have, we have similarity. Uh, I had scoliosis and I was born with a, a heart um, problem, small heart. Oh, wow. That could be serious if you find it later during a yeah. month. But if you have it from birth, you can control it. You can have it. You just have to train more. So uh, if, if we say, find yourself, if I just elicit or if I just take a lens and see what is my mind telling me, then my mind could easily tell every day, you have a heart which cannot endure stress. You have a back which is not strong, yeah. very uh, responsibility. That's, that would be the default mode because that's what I heard from doctors. That's what I heard from the outside world and I took it in. So uh, on an identity level, I could say to myself, you are not strong to carry stuff. And uh, I probably did for 30 years. Yeah, yeah. But when you start like you do, facing that, looking at that and say, okay, if you find stuff, okay, that's what you find, but you can shape it. You can yeah. it. You can change it. Yeah. Uh, and so I said to myself, do I want to stay with this scoliosis thing? No, I'm going to swim. I'm going to have a swim coach and, uh, and to learn the technique. And so to make my back stronger. So I started yeah. once a week and then every day. And then I changed the script. So now I, I know I am a swimmer. I yeah. am a swimmer. And this has a back that is so strong, I can carry anything. I can carry love it. Yeah. emotions of my family. I you, can hold yeah. stuff. You created yourself. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. Said, I am a swimmer. So it, it's, it's a positive, strong. Uh, yeah. Then I went into triathlon. And I, know I can endure stuff. I know I Big. can endure stuff. Exactly. And you created that through effort, right? We're not, we're not born with some magical self, right? We are all molded by our world around us. That's why the idea is, you know, who am I? What is it? There is no magical self that we are all not born inherent with something inside of us. We create it over time. And so it's really important to stay present to that. I guess it wouldn't work if you just try to fake it and tell yourself something like I can endure stuff, but you, you do not even you not really have experienced that you can endure like yeah. a marathon, a marathon, something where it hurts, but you know that you will go through that dip and not give up and just hold it, hold it yeah. and overcome it. Yeah, ultimately, I mean, to your point, you know, when we touched on this, I think when we spoke in the first week is that you have to go out there and suffer like a lot of self help in the uh, I'll see in the self help world, you know, that people will say, look in the mirror, tell yourself you're great, you're great. I love myself. But look, if you look in the mirror, and you don't see something you like, don't sugarcoat it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, if I look in the mirror and see that I'm overweight, I'm not gonna be like, I love my body no matter what. No, man, I don't like what I see. Let me go do something about it. You know what I mean? It's not just, I'm not, I'm not devaluing me as a human being, but I don't like this part of me. Let me go do something about it. You know, I just think we're way too soft on ourselves in this world. So if we don't like something, work on it, train at it. And that's the only way you will get better and you'll get confident. Confident is not the fuel. Confidence is the result. This is really important to remember. People often say like, be confident, just be confident as you take action. But if you've never done something before, you're not going to be confident at it. First time I wrote a book, I was not confident. First time I built a business, I was not confident. If you've never done something, how could you possibly be confident? So confidence is the result, not the fuel. And then the more you test yourself, the more you build the mindset that, look, I am a person who can get a result no matter what because I'm willing to suffer to accomplish the result. So at this point now in my life, you know, 
Last week, we talked about the empire I'm building. I have no clue how to build a massive empire the way I want to build it. I'm not confident because I've never done it. But what I am confident is my ability to endure suffering to accomplish a result because I've done it plenty of times from joining the Marines when doctors told me what they boot camp would kill me to already building a business, all these things, right? Running ultras, all this stuff that I've done. So you build confidence by pushing into pain, pushing into suffering, going into those spaces. Put yourself in situations where one part of you wants to fight and the other wants to quit. And the more you put yourself in those situations and the part that wants to fight, it keeps winning. You're now building that resilience. You're about building that strength. You're building that grit. Or like my mantra is suffer well. That's like two words that represent the ethos of Firvana, suffer well. You do that and you build a mindset to do anything. Is that how you manage to endure such, such hard uh, situations, such long suffering? Do you reframe and welcome the suffering? What do you tell yourself during an ultra marathon where, when you get to that point where you, you really would, would like to give up? You know, there, it's uh, sometimes I allow myself to go into victim mode for just a minute. You know, I'll be like this. Like I remember one, I did a 72 mile run a few, a few weeks ago, mile 48 hit and I was at a soul crushing low. I mean, just miserable. I was 48 hit miles hit. I'm just sitting there and I just go into super victim mode. This sucks. I hate life. I hate everything. I want to quit. And then I'm like, all right, cool. Let me just get up and one take one step, you know? So you just take one step. So you reduce your world to the next inch in front of you. Just one step. And then one step becomes 24 miles later, here I am at 72 miles. You know what I mean? So you build it. But part of the thing now is I go into, I do this because I want to suffer. Like I'm not looking for easy. If I was looking for easy, why in God's name would I run 72 miles? You know? <laughs> so I do this to suffer because I know that only by entering those spaces will I learn something about myself. So when I'm in there, I tell myself that, I mean, there's different avenues. Sometimes I'll remind myself that, Dude, look at everything you've done in your life. You know, I call that your spirit armory. You tap into your warrior spirit. All the things you've accomplished, you pull from that when you need to. So when life is dark, when I'm in that low point, I'm like, dude, you remember that 72 miler? Remember that 80 miler? You've done this. You've done more. You went through boot camp. You were in a Marine. So that's one thing is talking to yourself empoweringly. Otherwise, and then and you have to find where you fit on this line. Other times I talk to myself in a very dark way. I'll say things like, you remember your friend who died in the war? That should have been you. Suck it up. You don't deserve to quit now. If you quit now, you deserve a coward's death or, you know, earn this life. So sometimes the things I say are very positive. Sometimes the things I say are very dark, but you just use what you use when you need it. So sometimes the dark stuff keeps me going, like suck it up. You have no right to quit, you know, and that stuff will keep me fighting. Other times I'll say positive things, but ultimately I know that I go there at this point now, because I've done it a lot. I go there consciously knowing that being in that moment, like if I haven't entered that moment, at least on a run, at least on one of these runs, I haven't worked hard enough. I'm not saying I do this on every single run, obviously. There are lighter runs that I do, you know, but especially if I'm going out there like on a weekend long run, I have to enter a moment where I say this really sucks, you know, <laughs> and you enter that space and only then are you going to grow. So you are seeing transformation. Absolutely. You seek uh, evolution, you know, evolution happens through the suffering. You seek the next level of yourself. Like you cannot grow without suffering. I mean, if you want something you've never had before, you're going to have to do something you've never done before. If you do the same thing over and over again and expect different results, insanity, right? That's the definition of insanity. So if you want something new, you're going to have to do something different, which means you're going to be uncomfortable, which means you got to take a risk, which means you're going to go through some pain, some suffering, 
but what got you here won't get you there. As Marshall Goldsmith wrote that amazing book, right? What got you here won't get you there. So wherever there is, if you want to evolve into something you have, don't have right now, you're going to have to do something differently. And the only way to discover that is go into new spaces of discomfort, new, pain, new spaces of pain, and you'll find something through that. You want to make your sales more repeatable and reliable? Do you want to have less volatility and more growth in your revenue per month? At Strategy Sprints, we do only one thing, strategy and sprints. Strategy means having more revenue through a better offer. And sprints means having more energy in your team every week. Check out if your ROI is as high as it is for most service-based and online businesses and startups we work with which is over 100%. You can see it in just 15 minutes by going to strategiesprints.com slash sales and completing our online exercise to know what your ROI would be with our accelerator program. We are ready to sprint. Are you? Um, if, if somebody now is asking themselves, okay, I stop finding myself, I start creating myself, how can I do it? How do I do it in the morning, in the evening? What's, what's the process? What are some, some, some tools that are helpful? Sure. You know, one, if you, uh, uh, like depending where you're at in your journey, if you have clarity on a path, like I recommend creating a philosophy statement, a mission statement, a vision statement. Companies do this. Even do it for yourself. So that gives you clarity. It acts like your North Star, right? Like who do I want to be? So I have a mission statement. Mine is to inspire, empower, and train our human family to transcend suffering in order to become their personal legend and live a life of boundless bliss. So it's a long mission statement, but I remember it. It's in me right now, right? To inspire, empower, and train my human family to transcend suffering. So that becomes my North Star, my compass, right? I use that to create myself. That's how I'm creating myself every single day is am I following that mission? I also have a philosophy statement. A philosophy statement is my core ethos. Like what am I about? My philosophy statement is the path to inner peace is the pursuit of a worthy inner war. So I can ask myself, am I pursuing that inner war? Am I creating myself by seeking out that next inner war? So getting clarity on who you are and what you stand for can give you a path on are you following that to create yourself, to build you into, build you into a better you every single day. Another thing that I learned from another friend and mentor of mine is I don't like to think of myself in pass or fail. I think of myself in versions. So I might be Akshay 72 right now. And let's say I go through the next barrier, the next hard thing that transforms me into Akshay 73. There's no such thing ultimately as failure. Failure is a relationship to an incident, right? This thing happens. And yes, I fail. Let's say I start, you know, I don't get a client. So I failed, but no, that's a lesson and it all helps me get to the next version of myself. So we are always seeking that next version of ourselves, right? So that's one thing, but fundamentally, I mean, the point that I make to create yourself, go suffer. It doesn't have to be running ultra marathons. Go do a hard 20-minute gym session. Go talk to somebody who, you know, talk to a man or a woman in a bar. That's really scary. Do things that scare you. Jump out of a plane, you know, obviously with a parachute, skydiving. <laughs> go skydiving. Go rock climbing. Do things that scare you because that will create a new you. So uh, having clarity of purpose, clarity of mission, uh, suffering. Another great way to create a new you is to be still. Go into stillness. Go deeper within. And and this is paradoxical because you're going deeper within to find something, but it's a hard thing to go deeper within and confront your demons. You know, I recently spent seven days in pitch darkness, isolation, and silence just to go deeper within. And the lessons that came through allowed me to create a new self. Another great tool is exactly what you do. Surround yourself by people who are smarter than you. Get a coach, get a mentor, 
you know, because I have mentors, as I tell, you know, told you, I have mentors, I have coaches. When you surround yourself with people who are, who are more advanced than you at whatever the thing is, whatever the path is, spiritually, in your business, in fitness, whatever, who are more advanced than you, they have a different way of looking at the world. So they will help you look at the world differently and you have to be obviously open to that. And then you can say, oh yeah, you know, I didn't think about that. That's a new way to look at the world. So, so, so putting yourself in situations of, of people who are really uh, more advanced than you is how you will grow. And then you can create a new self by learning from them, by imbibing their wisdom and taking in their, their knowledge uh, to help create a new you. Those are just different ways to, to do that. I love how value-driven you are. You, you just you, you tell your values and the mission and it comes very clear. So. I can feel that you are you are training it every day. You are living always. It. <laughs> and, 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 and we we are pretty similar again. Uh, we, we as I said at the beginning, as strategy sprints, we do strategy in sprints. That's yeah. exactly our mission. That's what love we do. it. And we have a core value set that was too complicated. Now we we did simplify it, and since then it's it's powerful. Mm. Six things: it, our values. Focus, freedom, flow, humble, hungry, happy. Love it. It's so simple that we can remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just had to add, of of course, a description to each one and one, three examples of everyday life. And now we give feedback each other every month. How did I experience you? How did you experience me? That's awesome. I humble. Was I hungry? Was I happy? Was I uh, focused? Was I respecting flow yeah not and we know that we will never get over 80 percent perfection it's okay but we strive for strive. exactly i love it man <laughs> vince lombardi one of the greatest football coaches of all time used to say gentlemen we will chase perfection and chase perfection relentlessly knowing we will never attain it but by chasing perfection we will attain excellence so i love that <laughs> Exactly that. So it's the same spirit that yeah. the performers have around the globe. This is beautiful. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> um, actually, is there anything I forgot to ask you? You know, I think we covered a lot between the three weeks. So yeah, we covered a lot. You know, ultimately, if I had to say one key takeaway, which is just sort of repeating myself, but I, but I cannot stress this enough, is software well. You know, the great, and I'll leave you with the quote from Dostoevsky who said, the only thing I dread is not to be worthy of my suffering. Right now, we are finding ourselves collectively as humanity in a time of suffering, in a time of adversity. And the times of great adversity, they bring out the best of people and the worst of people. Like an experience in war. War brings out the absolute worst of humanity, right? People do horrible things to each other. But it also brings out the very, very best of humanity. People jump on grenades and they sacrifice their life for each other. Humanity is in a crucible right now. We are at a time of great adversity. This will bring out the best and the worst. And each person gets to choose. So be worthy if you're suffering. Akshay, I thank you so much for being here. Thank you, my friend. For your generosity in, in sharing your experience, your knowledge, your tools with all of our community. This is so appreciated and uh, will help many of us improve their game, stay sane and survive so. thrive in these very funky times that we are in. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank well, you, sir. I appreciate you. Thank you. Bye-bye. We all know that working in sprints is better, but how do we know what we should work on? You're in luck because we have a 15 minute exercise that will give you complete clarity on where to take your project next. Go to strategysprints.com sales, 
to complete our short exercise and meet one-on-one with an expert sprint coach to identify your number one bottleneck. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed that episode of The Strategy Show. Make sure to like this video below and subscribe so that you can stay up to date with every episode of The Strategy Show. Get daily CEO tips from CEOs for CEOs.